0: the more you know ladies and gentlemen the time has finally come i don't think i've had a episode since maybe march and this may only be the second for sure no more than the third episode in the year of 2022 but what is up we are back for now we'll see what happens Welcome to Having Said That with Landry Griffith. We are in the uh, new studio. I think uh, this may only be the third recording in this area. Trey got to knock one out. Same area, but a little bit better set up. Yeah. Um, and of course, you did the first one. Yep. Um, you know, Ty...
1: Ty's holding us strong right now, so of course. Well, it's a good thing he's an overachiever because uh, between the two of us, I think we have four episodes out in 2022. So
0: LMK, even if we're not recording every week, we're still going strong. LMK,
1: yeah, capital K.
0: So Ty King, for those of y'all that don't know, has uh, found a loophole into laziness. So we were <laughs> we were all pot committed to releasing these episodes once a week, and I feel like we did a really good job, and it was making for like people who were fans of all three never had nothing to not listen to. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. And then kind of faded out. Yours faded out, and Ty's faded out. And yep. then we went, I think it had been months, plural, where no podcasts were being released, period. And Ty announces season two That's of Win Loser Ty. Well played. And I was so jealous, because if I would have thought of that, I would have been releasing season two as well. There was...
1: And we I, can't do it now, because it's a no. uh, copycat.
0: Did he Did he have all of his episodes season one prior to this? Mm, I was trying to I think back by well, looking... I mean,
1: I, you could probably go back through and... Change the label because, you know, in Transistor right. the the hosting service we use, you can go through and make that change. I I don't know if you can go back and like backdate it to <laughs> yeah. to label. I was
0: wondering not, if but... he had like season one episode one because if he didn't, he's even more of a genius to think of that.
2: Yeah,
0: and I was just like, man, that could you could really. You can do a lot with just life in general if you just, like, take a break and then add another season to it. I say, all right, time for the new season. It's season of our friendship. I haven't talked to you in five season years. Season debut. Yeah. <laughs> so, Ty, when I saw season two, I laughed my ass off. I'm jealous of what you thought of, but I'm glad you're back. So, Ty's been releasing like, four or five episodes already. Yeah, he's, he's roll. He stayed pretty good weekly. I think he had, like, one or two weeks off, but he's had great guests. I'm caught up on all of them. Yep. So, go and listen to Ty. Thanks for... Uh, carrying us, buddy. You've got you've gotta be sore, man. <laughs> it's a heavy load. <laughs> we uh you did some episodes. I know we did a, a trivia on pick four with me, you ty and jeremy daniel that's a good one makes for a quick fun listen
1: yeah that's Um, a pretty quick one by big four standards
0: i don't remember who won was it ty did he take first place or
1: um i don't i can't i mean Ty i'm I'm the winner yeah uh, personally because i wrote all the questions (laughs) but
0: but, uh, ty Ty did not win first like a month ago he's still so mad That was a good one. Um, Anyways, for those of y'all that don't know, obviously this is Mark in the studio, too, for the Pick 4 Podcast. We are sitting with a podcasting legend. Oh, hi, listener. Hey, listener. I love when you say that. I notice Smartless does that a lot. Yeah, they do. Uh, Bateman does that all the time.
1: it's the best. That's where I stole it from.
0: Oh, did you? Honest? Man, I kind (laughs) of thought they got it from you.
1: I can't use Tracy, which is like their generic uh, (laughs) Sean Hayes' aunt. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't know much about Hollywood lingo, but the other one is hey listener so i'm stolen hilarious
0: that's a great one uh i'm back i'm glad to be back here hitting record so i've got ty should be coming over fairly soon we're gonna do a one-on-one episode we've got lmk coming together which i've got a couple of funny ideas that are gonna be great that i may have stolen from another podcast slash tiktok video it's gonna be be some good stuff man it's gonna be
1: good stuff They'll steal ideas
0: Speaking of TikTok, uh, I don't know if Mindy listens to these podcasts, but Mindy has ruined me for life. <laughs> I hated TikTok. I thought TikTok was the stupidest thing.
1: Same, man. We're grown adults. Like, well, and, and for the longest time, I'm not doing a stupid no. TikTok. I'm not making TikTok count. I don't care what's <laughs> on TikTok. And then you do it, and you realize the it's an actual uh, element of addictiveness to it. Absolutely, it is. It's engineered so that you just keep flipping through right? and it's, adam stone told me a while back when we were working on the tv show that uh at that point tiktok had caught youtube as far as uh minutes watched like tiktok is the most viewed app now even though oh it's there's, there's
0: youtube i believe that for sure we were we went out of town on a vacation i don't know a month or two ago for a good friend of ours Wedding and Mindy kept talking about TikTok, 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 TikTok. And even like multiple I was like, I'm so sorry. I keep referring to TikTok. And I was just like, it's got to be that good. Or she wouldn't like keep talking about it and talking about it. And then I downloaded it like, holy shit. Like this is insane.
1: <laughs> yeah. And there are plenty, uh, there's a sound that floats around that <laughs> is, it's a lot of, uh, kind of background noise several people talking at once and then the end of the sound is quit talking about TikTok." (laughs) it's pretty it's It's, pretty appropriate
0: it's so funny though uh but i'm now in it i haven't made a video yet i don't know if i will or not i don't know maybe i will maybe there's
1: plenty of people that just watch the account yeah, yeah just to flip through and watch it's
0: good stuff i was just telling you before we hit record so yesterday at work was uh one of those down days, just go through the motions, you know, it wasn't super exciting. Um, my phone died multiple times yesterday <laughs> from TikTok. <laughs> Thank God you sent a link. I think it's just called Shits and Gigs um, that I'm stealing ideas from.
1: Uh, that's so funny. Those <laughs> two so guys are ridiculous. Stupid, but it's
0: so funny. Anyways, uh, how, life going good? Everything good? Rolla, I mean, no news is good news. right? That's what I'm saying, man. Like there's a reason I haven't recorded in so long is because my life has just been like so crazy. You know, Mm a year ago went from LVN to RN. Greatest decision I could have made as far as career goes. That's the thing about today is like, you know, yeah, like I got to jump in the ICU, which is all I'd always wanted to do. And I couldn't do that as an LVN. Yes, I'm making not quite but close to twice as much money. But it kind of gave me more confidence, obviously, in the field of nursing, but even more confidence as a man. Like, I feel like I'm providing more for my family that I felt like I was sure as hell couldn't do off of my salary before. And it's like, it's really kind of changed a lot more in my perspective of life yeah. just by changing some initials after my last name for work. But I was kind of reflecting on that today. I thought that was pretty neat. Are you, um, uh,
1: are you comfortable mentioning maybe what you're – Uh, job opportunity is coming up
0: well unfortunately uh it fucking fell through
1: oh really yeah so i was looking to do
0: like a quick travel gig so we uh where i work like we went from being extremely understaffed to now like the COVID kind of settled down the travelers have kind of chilled out for a little while back home yeah, and so I was looking. I was like, "Where can I go to make some really good money, really quick? Just a quick three month stint. It's gonna be difficult, but I can make it work." And I found this fucking place, and I can't remember this the town name. I'm not even gonna say a city in Alaska. Mm-hmm. Only accessible by plane or boat. Cars like there's cars there, but they've clearly been dropped off. You, there's no roads leading in or out of this place. We're yeah. as remote as it's ever been. And I was gonna pick up a three month gig there. Um, the, the sign on bonus and the completion bonus, they so had to give a completion bonus because how many people have gone and left, right?
1: <laughs> go and work for a week. And but I was thinking this would be the perfect time
0: because it's not negative 300 degrees outside. Yeah. Um, but I talked to the recruiter the other day and he's like, man, he said, after I set up your interview, they called me back and said that another agency had filled that position, but no one wants to be in Alaska especially podunk alaska it's not like you're in anchorage and going on a cruise or something so that job opportunity will be back and i think i'll take it if it if it comes back take a small sabbatical from work if i will from 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 lubbock nice use of sabbatical yeah so anyways that would have been pretty awesome but building the house we got that going we're going strong i sent y'all pictures of the pool the other day like it's a real thing now we're probably six to eight weeks from closing in on that bad boy so got to both of us had a daughter graduate high school. That's right. We've uh, it's been a busy last twelve months, and I was thinking about we'll get to the podcast idea here in a second. But the whole reason I bring that up is, is why have I not fucking recorded a podcast in a while? Because I was having so much fun doing it. There was no reason that I wanted to quit. It's not like I was tired of it. I'm definitely not out of ideas because I could talk to a brick wall. So all I have to do is hit record. It's
1: a matter of habit.
0: That's exactly what I was gonna say, man. Is is it's so funny that human beings are such creatures of habit that I don't think we really realize it, but you know, it was a habit for me to come up with an idea, get my shit out, text some people, here's some ideas. Let me do some research. And then I go one or two weeks without doing it. That turns into three or four weeks. Mm -hmm. Next thing you know, isn't it crazy? Yeah. Yeah. That was exactly my exact same reason is it's just funny how habitual things can be. Um, Anyways, I just thought it's
1: funny that you say that too,
0: because you probably—that's probably a lot of the reason why you haven't released every week too. And that's it?
1: right, like you don't not enjoy it. No, it's perfectly fine when you're doing it, and then you like if you have a week, especially where you have a hard time getting your guests lined up. If like if you have right. multiple guests, especially trying to match their the toughest schedules, like line up, uh, so you miss a week. And then you have something the next week, and maybe you don't get it lined up again and like in my head at that point, I'm like, well, now I'm three weeks removed from my idea, yeah, and the fire' is out on that one. That's
0: exactly right. That's exactly right. it's kind of funny
1: end up going three months because <laughs> you're you're just not in the habit of building the pocket. you know, I did forty whatever something in a row and while it was a lot of work and a lot, like it's it was exhausting. it really is come up with the idea and get it recorded in the in time to get it out on like our regular release days that we had going
0: well and to find the right guest for the right
1: topic whether
0: it's on my platform or your platform ty's platform like there's a certain topic and there's a certain direction that you have to go and i think it it's harder than people realize to find that perfect guest for that topic or to find the perfect
1: topic for the guest, because yeah, sometimes you're like,
0: "Oh, hey, you want to record, but what are we gonna talk about?"
1: Yeah, kind of a two way street there. It really you, is. You can always find people who even like message you on Facebook or Instagram or, whatever. dude, have me on your podcast. Let's, yep. let's, let's do a podcast, okay? Yep. What are we gonna talk about? Well, I don't, you know, I don't know. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> well, exactly what happens. We aren't friends enough to just sit here and yep uh, BS like the two of us can so.
0: exactly. I still, like, I'm calling him out because we need to get Stephen Williams on here. Me and Corey Miller called Stephen out on oh, him and I did ours a long time ago. And Stephen texts back like three months later. He's like, hey, just listen. Let's do it. <laughs> and then I sent a group text to him, him and Corey, and Stephen didn't answer. So well, we, maybe we three need months to get him you know, in here. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. So I got a question for you. And the whole weight reason when we started doing our kind of like our, uh, our themed podcast on having said that... Was like thought-provoking questions, right? Yep. Ideas, maybe. Some of them are funny. Some of them are not. Some of them are food-related. Some are not. But the first one we ever did to start off that specific episode was one that you brought up is is a hot dog a sandwich, right? Right. And I have brought this conversation up to so many people or people who are still like kind of new to the podcast, listen to that and still get some conversation. So I'm feeding off of that one because I don't think that one got brought up when we were doing it or the previous not previous, yeah, two or three that we did after that, whatever, is, is pizza an open face sandwich? Um,
1: well, uh, my first reaction would be no. Same. Um, but I'm interested to see if you have an argument otherwise.
0: Well, so like, I was thinking about that because I got on Reddit because I remember you said, like, hey, if you're ever running out of good ideas, like Reddit will feed you full of crazy <laughs> sure, yeah. shit. So I was looking on, like, ideas um, that have the same theme as the hot dog sandwich thing. And I came across this one, and my first thought right off the bat was absolutely not. Mm-hmm. Um, then I tried thinking about it. I'm like, okay, but I can see where the argument is for sure. So I'll kind of give you where my head is, right? A sandwich is dough. It's got to be dough of some sort. Wheat, white, almond, coconut, flour, what the fuck ever. But you have to have your dough form into a piece of carbohydrate, right? Yeah. Toppings doesn't matter. Like, people do crazy shit with sandwiches. You got your PB&Js, your cheeses, your bologna, whatever, right? I don't think that there's like a specific... Well, a sandwich to be a sandwich has to contain X amount of condiments or meats, cheeses, whatever. I just think it has to be something in between, but you have to have the bread. Now... Pizza dough, personally, I think could still fit in the same category as a bread, right? Um, the process of making bread, as far as ingredients goes, is very simple. You have your flour or we, we'll just say, you know, flour, egg, water. That's going to get you pizza dough. It's going to get you bread, right? Okay. Um, now, I understand the baking process of bread is different than the baking process of dough, but it's still essentially the same thing when it's breaking it down to the nitty gritty, okay? Okay.
1: Okay, let me interject. Though. Okay, so are there any other sandwiches where you bake your bread dough with your toppings in it already? Because to me, part of the uh, an element of a sandwich is your bread is already baked and established.
0: Right. Yeah, you're just slinging it out of the out of the bag. Yeah. Grabbing other ingredients out of the fridge. Not there you go. That
1: way, it's cooked all together at once.
0: Even if you're going to sit here and talk about, like, let's say, uh like, a meatball sub would be the first thing that come to mind. Because you're still running that through the oven, melting stuff. But I guess, because the bread's still already our, made yeah, at that already, point.
1: It's already bread.
0: You're just toasting, maybe getting a little bit of heat
1: to it. Yeah.
0: But then the open-faced sandwich thing kind of struck my attention. Because I've never thought, I'm not a, like. I can count on one hand how many times I've an open face sandwich. If I'm gonna do a sandwich, shove it in my mouth. A sandwich is a to-go type thing. But I've had some really good open face sandwiches. Um Sugar Baker's does a great one. But here's my argument to that is to me, an open face sandwich, when I imagine one, it has your bread, your toppings. Usually like I've seen a lot that's got like maybe like a Salisbury steakish type mentality with a mashed potato on top when you're cutting into the bread or maybe it's like a chicken fried steak mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying but and you may have more experience with eating these but is the other piece of bread also on the platter or is it usually just one piece of bread or how would you imagine it? even if you're not a big open-faced sandwich guy
1: <laughs> <laughs> well let's see uh i would say i don't think it's required like i uh, if you were to serve me what I would consider an open face sandwich, uh, I man, I don't know. Because you, if you order something that's listed as open face, there is always a top that's included. You just add it yourself. Okay. But I've had plenty of like uh, roast beef sandwiches that are that's considered open face that don't necessarily have a top to them.
0: Because that was gonna be my biggest argument to have is. Because with a pizza, it's not like you have your pizza and consider that an open face. You need the top piece of dough that goes on top of it. You know what I'm saying? I thought long and hard about this, but to me, why a pizza cannot be an open face sandwich is because even if like you just talked about your type of sandwich where the second piece of bread is not a requirement, but to be considered a sandwich it has to be able to be toppable with that other piece whether you're using that or not right okay you're not gonna have pizza that's ever been made where it's dough your sauce your toppings your cheeses your meats and all that with dough on top and it just ends like that right
1: okay then it's a pot pie right i guess it would be a pot pie (laughs) (laughs) yeah let me me ask you this then so if you take a whole pizza and you fold it in half Mm-hmm. It, does it become a sandwich or is it, uh, is it now a calzone or is it now, uh, a pita? Well, yeah. Fold it Flat up. flatbread or whatever you tart. call it. I think to
0: me, if, if you're going to fold that pizza in half and call it something other than pizza, it has to be called a calzone. Um, cause I don't, I think there's nothing that compare could, you can compare a calzone to besides saying that. It's the same dough. It's just folded over so you create a meat pocket in a sauce pocket. Close that up, zip it up, cook it. There's your calzone.
1: Okay. So it's a hot pocket a calzone?
0: It's a. Uh... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I I would consider it a hot pocket a calzone by definition. Okay. But I feel like because a calzone to me holds a near and dear place to my heart. I will fuck up a calzone i won't get a calzone that i'm just going to throw into the microwave or the freezer like it's either going to be homemade or i'm going to one guy or one guy's sister store on milwaukee uh dario's yeah that's only places i'm getting calzone unless i'm like in new york or something
1: they're really good
0: uh but yeah i guess technically a a pizza pocket is a calzone it's it's a portable mini calzone
1: okay so if we're talking about Foods here. I have one. Mindy asked me this question a couple of nights ago, and I consider myself a pretty smart person until she asked me this, and I was like, <laughs> "Yes, way to go!" What? How do you grow okay seedless fruit? <laughs> <laughs> give me give me an example of a seedless fruit first. Uh, so all. you can get seedless grapes and seedless watermelons and uh, like i had never thought about that like you can't grow them (laughs) from
0: seeds so i've never i'm not a big grape fan like if a grape's there i'm not gonna turn it down but i don't love grapes watermelon my family eats like crazy like these kids and cassandra could live off a watermelon we usually get the seedless watermelon it's missing those black watermelon seeds like the typical watermelon right yeah but i'm almost positive there's like little bitty like almost clear looking I always thought that they were seeds. They were just like edible seeds. I guess that maybe that's not what that are is in there.
1: Probably not the real scientific definition of a seed. No, I didn't. I didn't know the that's answer. Really and I'm good, still not super clear about it. Like
0: that's a really, really good fruits question.
1: Fruits are capable of, uh, or plants are capable of producing seedless fruits if they aren't fertilized correctly. Right, fertilized in the you know the uh, actual process of growing the flower. But you have to uh, once you have a seedless plant established, you can graft it to another type of plant this, to arrive with seedless fruit. That's so essentially what. So it's this, not like you can plant a, a seed that will produce seedless. automatically produce a seedless fruit. Yeah.
0: This says that you uh, you get the entire seeded watermelon right. Mm-hmm. Plant it in one row and then plant and transplant seedless watermelons into the next two holes continue to stagger your plantings with one seeded variety so essentially you're doing like the whole watermelon that doesn't make sense to me but hey this they felt feel like they know what to do like you plant a seeded watermelon the next two holes two seedless watermelons and you keep staggering i guess eventually that'll like They'll merge to together. Have, I don't know. That's fucking weird.
1: Yeah, I think you have to have one to be able to propagate the plant correctly. Because uh, if it doesn't, if the if the act of fertilization that yeah, you need you gotta, for that yeah. flower doesn't occur yep. correctly, you're not going to end up with fruit. That's true. So I guess you have to have one in there somewhere for the bugs to be able to pollinate and actually yeah. get the the reproduction started correctly, and then. You're just playing a numbers game, I guess. Like, if, you've, if you're have if you going two out of every three watermelon plants is seedless, you're just counting mm-hmm. on the majority of your fruit to become seedless. Seedless, maybe.
0: but you're still going to get the seeded in there as well. Yeah. How? So, speaking of that...
1: Fruit growers, please... Uh, <laughs> yeah, if anybody else there... Answer that question for us.
0: If you... Because you go to the store, and I'm sure you're like me, and you're going to refuse to buy a watermelon that's already cut up, right? Mm -hmm. Because you're about to spend about eight more bucks for them to do a very fucking simple job. Yeah, Dude, it pisses me off. And we wind up with the containers of pre-cut watermelon in the house. I'm like, why would you pay? (laughs) You're paying a premium, and it does not take $4 worth of effort at home to get a knife and cut. Yeah, And I feel like they're... They're selling you, of course, it's going to cost more for the labor of cutting it. Sure. And you're not getting an entire watermelon in there. No. Genius idea by these um, supermarkets because they already have the product. They have the staff. It's not costing yeah. them any more money to cut that up. Same thing
1: with cheese. Yeah. Like when I was a kid, there was no such thing as shredded cheese. You don't go buy. No, you in bought a, a block of cheese and you shredded it at home. There's a, a
0: lady that we are. That I'm seeing like to try to help me getting on a good like diet and eating plan to kind of slim down a little bit. Anyways, her biggest thing is is when if you want cheese, you can have hard cheese, but it has to be block cheese because the the shit that they put into those sacks to make that cheese not stick back together is unbelievably unhealthy. Wood dust. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But anyways, what I was going to say is if you're going to go and buy this watermelon that's still has like the rind around it how do they know that it's seeded or seedless <laughs> I don't know, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like you can't no, tell no, me no. that i can hold up a seeded watermelon and a seedless watermelon and you can look at it and say oh i know which one's seedless
1: uh, dude you're asking questions i don't have yeah. answers to i
0: think we're not as smart as we once thought <laughs> I know, we were right. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I'm just going to feed off of the uh, fruit topic real quick. Okay. Okay. Um, And I could not convince my five-year-old daughter of this the other day. But a tomato, what does that categorize as a fruit or a vegetable? All right. So that's a fruit, man. Okay. I don't know why it does. And if you have the answer, cool. If not, it doesn't really matter. But, like, I don't know what makes a fruit a fruit and a veggie a veggie and how that's not a veggie. I just know that it is a fruit.
1: Do you know... Uh, typically, okay, so I feel like we've had this discussion somewhere along the way. Wait, man. Like there are no such things as vegetables. Oh, yeah, that's right. We did yeah, have this so conversation. Plants that are edible and edible parts, right. parts of plants. We did then, have this conversation. Yeah, things. So, so to me, you're asking me what's a vegetable. I'm telling right. you there are no vegetables. Okay. I'm telling you there are edible plants Edible plants.
0: Okay. So tomato is a fruit, and that's scientific fact, right? So... On that note, is ketchup just a smoothie? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you're going to make a smoothie, right? Which, who doesn't love a good smoothie, right? It's a good little healthy thing, fun to make.
1: What What are you going to put in there? Um, well, it's going to be... Are we talking about a tomato smoothie or just, no, a, smoothie just, just a smoothie in general? just smoothie in general. So, some ice and some fruit okay. and... Maybe it's, you know, a dollop of yogurt. Or yeah, yeah. And, and depending
0: on the fruit situation, you may have to add sweetener of yeah. some sort. I'm going to say sugar, um, just so the flavor is not horrible. Yep. There's more that goes into ketchup, like if you want to bottle it and sell it, but you could probably Barely. make your own <laughs> yeah. off of a lit water Tomatoes. Tomato puree and water sugar. And sugar. <laughs> so technically, we're fucking putting smoothies on our fridge. Put, your, well, put a straw in your well, uh, those, ketchup bottle. Those normal people, you are not because you don't eat ketchup. Not a whole lot, no. But I honestly, when I, I, when I first saw that debate, I was like, okay, that's fucking dumb. And then I was like, no, it's not because it's fruit, it's water, and it's sugar. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I think, you know, I told you before we started, I have all these like, Weird timeline-oriented things to bring up today. Yeah, and one that I didn't write down, but I remember from when I was looking was about ketchup bottles and how the upside-down ketchup bottle is just you know such a better it's revolutionary feat of engineering. Yeah, but that's only been in the last like ten or twenty. I mean, if let's that, say twenty would, years. Yeah. If that, uh, you know. We're sending people to the moon <laughs> before we ever thought to turn the, to put a ketchup bottle to, upside down. You didn't,
0: that's not even what they did. Let's not get ourselves. They turned the sticker upside down. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Yeah, the sticker got flipped upside down,
1: and we could not figure that out. <laughs> Do you <laughs> marketing uh, wondery there? <laughs> well, all these ketchup bottles are labeled upside down. Why? Well, just send them out. Nobody- <laughs> That's, everybody's like that's wow, probably this exactly is what that happened. That's probably exactly what happened. Yeah. Do you uh
0: consider turquoise blue or green? Uh yep. I have had this debate <laughs> with my wife for 11 years now.
1: I think um I think it is more on the blue side.
0: See, I always say that it's green like to me. And I have asked so many people. I probably have sent you a text over the years when me and Cassandra were having this debate. Um, I think I may be the only person who says that it's more green than it is blue. But to me, turquoise is green. I I understand it's 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 a good mixture of blue and green. Yeah, but I see turquoise as green. Wait, Uh this isn't even like has to be a long debate. I just I was just curious where you stand because I'm looking at a turquoise something right now and remembering this is. Something we talk about a lot. Okay, so what are you saying is turquoise over here though? Uh that
1: the the tree trunk. Mm, okay. Ish, I guess. It's got a big green uh top on it, which may the green it may influence the rest of that color.
0: So what do you see the trunk as?
1: Um I don't Bluish green. I don't know. So turquoise. (laughs) I'm just
0: curious. I would love to know what more people think on um, the debate between turquoise being blue or green. And I may just be completely wrong on that. I don't really care. But I was just thinking about that as I was looking. (laughs) Give me one of your. uh, Oh, 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 before. Because this is probably going to lead into your stuff. Okay. Okay. Neil deGrasse Tyson. Okay. Yep. Genius. Like, I, I, don't, I don't know. He may be the smartest man on the planet, right? Seems like he's like the sweetest, kindest human being. Like, I bet he's never said a cuss word in his life type guy. Like, just such a dude, right? It's too fucking smart. For those of y'all that don't know Neil deGrasse Tyson, A, you're living under a rock. B, Google him and just listen to some interviews. The dude will blow your mind whole. So he was talking about the other day that I saw an interview on where he was talking about, so uh, levels of latitude... And longitude, mm-hmm. right? Um, and I'm, I should know this. I'm, I think latitude's going north and south. Do you know?
2: Mm, other way That's right longitude. Around. Okay. Yep.
0: Essentially, each new longitude where the line goes is a new time zone. Yep. Okay. So this one's going to get fucking crazy. Because where do those time zones all, or excuse me, the levels of longitude all meet up?
1: At the poles.
0: At the North Pole and South Pole. So <laughs> what time is it at the North Pole and the South Pole? Yeah, at the
1: very point of each pole. You're in the he, he nexus brought, of the time-space <laughs> he, universe there. He
0: brought that up, and like I, that was the only clip I saw of the interview. I don't know what led to it or what the conversation had after that, but it was so funny because he was just talking about the way his mind worked, and he's like, all right, you know, Mark, I'm about to bring something up that you probably don't care about, that you may not even think about, but this is... Something I got to know. So he, even he brought it up and he didn't have an answer for it.
1: Which is- well, that would also mean that, let's say, if you were standing directly at the point of uh, on the poles where all those lines of longitude meet. Let's say you take one three-foot step out mm-hmm. and now just walk a three-foot circumference around that pole. It means you could cover all those time zones in about 12 seconds you just went around a 24 hour period all of the time zones in 12
0: seconds (laughs) i never would have hey i don't think i realized that that's how time zones existed Mm -hmm. um of course i understand that the longitude all meets up at the poles, but i never would have thought about that and it was just funny watching him of all people ask that question and like he baffled himself with it which was hilarious
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah i'm sure he brought it up just as a point i'm I'd be willing to bet like there is a like a northernmost and a southernmost point where time zones have to stop because otherwise yeah you would You can't yeah. If you were working on one of the poles, you would never know what time it is. Yep. Yep. There wouldn't be a time.
0: That's true. Santa. Yeah. <laughs> he has no idea.
1: Give me one of yours. Uh first thing I came across was uh there's a again, a dude on TikTok he does a bunch of animal stuff, and I saw a thing that's a uh, like a, a mole rat. Not a naked mole rat like on uh, Kim Possible used to be. But, <laughs> Kim Possible. But this particular mole rat has fur, but it has no eyes. Okay. It lives almost exclusively underground, um, and it is called a spalax. Okay. And what scientists have figured out is this particular mole rat produces a a protein that eliminates cancer cells. And this was like 2013. Okay. So we're now 10 years removed from them finding that out. And, you know, that'd be a pretty valuable thing to be able to replicate. Uh, They can't get it figured out, though.
0: Uh. How, I guess first of all I don't know how much research you did how do, how do they know that whatever protein this thing's producing could did you say prevent or cure cancer
1: from what I understood from the video all, kills cancer cells. kills cancer cells how did they figure that out
0: first of all you no, know it's like
1: how science works I'm sure they caught one of these and said well let's give it cancer <laughs> yeah see, see what happens see what happens yeah. that's
0: actually probably pretty accurate
1: because this particular mole rat also, it has eyes, but they're not visible, okay. and they don't do much of anything. The only thing these hidden eyes are good for is being able to differentiate between periods of daylight and periods of darkness, so it, it knows to when it's time to sleep and when it's, when it's time, time to go burrow and life will be active. Interesting. Um, and they figured out also this would... Also lead to them deciding to stick it full of cancer at some point. Uh, if you remove their eyes, they sort of lose their mind and end up dying because they yeah, don't cause they're know going fucking to, crazy. Yeah, when to sleep and when not to. That's a that's a valid point. <clears throat> and you said this
0: was nine years ago.
1: Yeah, twenty thirteen.
0: Which to me, if you would have said that this was something they found in nineteen fifty and in nineteen fifty nine. We made zero progress on what we discovered. I don't think that that would be a mind-blowing fact right there, mm-hmm. right? Because the technology back in 1950 is nothing. But I just grabbed this little rectangle device in my hand and Googled one word. And in the middle of your conversation, I figured out how we can grow seedless watermelon. <laughs> 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 right.
1: Just Google how <laughs> uh eliminate cancer cells. See if that'll fix it.
0: And we can't. You're telling me that we can't replicate, see if we can even inject this stuff into a human and see if we can fight cancer anyway. Because I guarantee fucking yeah, no, you right now. Somebody's
1: tried somewhere, I'm sure.
0: There is somebody out there that's dying of cancer who's saying, I don't give a shit. Like, if I'm going to die either way, inject me with this stuff. I'm either yeah, going to die or I'm not. Put Spallix blood in my blood. No, I'd try it if I was knocking on death's door anyway. Sure. Even if it doesn't help me, the name of science, that's what, you know, kind of like donating your body.
1: Yeah. Interesting. Be like Deadpool, just sort of force the mutation to happen. (laughs) Just make it happen.
0: (laughs) That's an interesting one. It's kind of fucking irritating, too, when you think about it, that we haven't done much for it. I do have some some theories behind it, but I could get off on a government rant right (laughs) now.
1: Uh, The medical world uh, makes way too much money on chemotherapy cancer treatment to
0: actually want radiation do we really want to stop people from being sick and being in the hospital and using their numbers against against them as death numbers I'm gonna say the FDA does not want that to happen uh
1: yeah I don't know I don't know how far deep down that hole you wanna go I talk (laughs) (laughs) to me this is just sort of like uh one of the instruments that America uses to make sure people continue to go to work and contribute to the economy. and Yep. Yep. When you're used up, you're done and on to the next one. And pharmaceutical company A, B, and C make X amount of money on your life, on your treatment, and on your death.
0: Absolutely.
1: you I do believe,
0: and I don't have any sort of, and I can't say factual because you need science to back it up. And I think that would be against us, but no reasons to believe other than just that I believe this to believe that there is an absolute cure for cancer. I thoroughly believe that somewhere in someone's brain, in someone's lab, whatever it is, there is a cure for cancer. I think there is a cure probably, for agree. probably the majority of diseases that exist. For the um, most part, but if we just start giving that to all these patients, and what do we have out of that? Well, we lose nursing. another part of that
1: equation is maybe that treatment uh, is only available to people who can afford to. Island and, and acquired that treatment. Yeah. Meaning yeah, for sure. The 1%, Top 1% percenters. Of the 1%. Mm-hmm. And it's stuff you'd you would never, you know, they leave the hospital and they're gone for 2 months and they're shady about where they've been and yep. suddenly they're well.
0: All of a sudden. Yeah, look, I tried to uh, eating yeah, I uh, kale for 2 months. Yeah, and, look what happened. Yeah. This is crazy. You should try this out, but make sure you try this brand of kale first. Yep. Yep. You watched... Uh...
1: So, I mean, like, here, you can't even get stem cell treatment. So, a lot of professional athletes, uh, particularly ones who are struggling with some type of injury, have to go out of the country, out of the country and get uh, stem cell and or whatever other treatments are available in these other places and come back and that fucking... play three or four more years and make however many yeah, more 20, millions of Yeah, 20, 40, 50 more million
0: dollars. Yeah. On the low end. Yeah. Yeah. I, I thoroughly believe that there's a lot more, there's a lot more going to what we can cure, what we can fix. Um, and this may ruffle some feathers with certain people, but prices of medication, uh, availability of medication. Um, but what's in it for the American government. If, if we can all afford medication, The one that really gets me going, and and I would like to have, and this certain person messaged me the other day because I popped off on Facebook and said, hey, I want to sit down and have a face-to-face conversation about some of this stuff because maybe we can educate each other on more of Big Pharma stuff. And obviously, this is someone that we both know and love and respect, so I said, absolutely. Tried to do a podcast with it, but he said, I'm not the face of Big Pharma, so I should (laughs) probably not do that, and I (laughs) I respect it. But I do want to... This is, this is what got me really into questioning this. I read an article a couple of years ago, keep in mind what I do for a living, you know, and there's, there's more to nursing than just pushing meds, but the majority of the stuff we have to do is give medications, especially doing intensive care work. I mean, we're, we're giving meds and veins that are, you know, continuous drips that are keeping you alive. Right. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> So I'm not saying I'm against medication by any mean at all whatsoever. I take meds daily, but I read this article that was heartbreaking to me. So insulin, are you, yeah, I was are you familiar bring it up. with insulin? Yeah.
1: <laughs> that was going to be my number one. I mean, look at, yep. look at
0: the insulin story. And- it's the saddest thing. So for those of y'all that don't know what we're talking about is over the last probably five years. And honestly, I think we could probably go down to three. Um, the price of insulin, Insulin has uh, increased over 100 times what it used to cost. Okay, that's fucking astronomical. And there's no reason. For numbers. It. So they did some investigating to figure out what is going on with this insulin um, that's making. You know why is it so expensive and so when you really delve down into it and do the research and this company did it for me i did have to do the research but uh the majority who owed the stakes on um, pretty much all the insulin that's mass produced in the united states of america that is readily available to the public here in the usa is owned by these two brothers okay and they are young like when i read this i think they were pushing 30 years old mm-hmm. multi-billionaires who own this company there's different types of insulin you need. There's fast acting, long acting, and mid acting. And it, the problem that they were having, though, is, that, you know, of course, and we're going to use kids because I think that we're, we're, what can really get someone's attention, right? You talk about a type 1 diabetic. Now, say what you want about diabetes, this and that. I know a lot of people who say type 2 diabetes, well, those fat people deserve it they did it to themselves whatever first of all read a fucking book and learn that genetics play a bigger role than just the food you eat yeah. but even fat people deserve health care too but we're going to tar- talk type one diabetic real quick because those people it was a genetic disability um their spleen doesn't produce insulin like ours does so therefore they have to have insulin produced in order to bring blood sugars down so they don't die of hyperglycemia okay yep these kids, parents who are poor and cannot afford this insulin that is costing them. I'm not joking. It's over a hundred times more than it used to be. Um, I'll take that back. I apologize. It's not a hundred times more than it used to be. It's a hundred times more than what it costs to produce. Okay. Okay. These parents are having to learn. Well, I'll say learn. They're figuring out on their own how to ration out insulin. Okay. Mm -hmm. So for instance, you do what's called a sliding scale. So you'll check your blood sugar right before you eat. Um, typically if your blood sugar is at 150 or higher, it's time to start giving yourself insulin. Okay. Pretty standard in hospital, anywhere from 150 up to 199. So every 50 points, you go up two more units. So 200 units or 200 blood sugar would require you to give yourself four units of insulin right before you eat in order to bring that blood sugar down to a normal level okay Okay. anyways these moms and dads are like i can't afford to do that so if little timmy's blood sugar is 215 which is pretty fucking high Well, instead of giving the four that's recommended, I'm going to only give two because what if he needs two more later and I can't get it? So then instead of dropping your blood sugar down to a normal range that's anywhere between 80 to 120, we may have only dropped his blood sugar down to the low 200s, high 100s, right?
1: No, you're just living in that elevated state. You're living in
0: that elevated state, and then eventually you run out of insulin,
1: and you can't
0: afford insulin. Today's Friday. I don't get paid till Monday timmy's blood sugar is in 300 right now and then it's going to go up to 400 and next thing you know he's in a um, traumatic stage called diabetic ketoacidosis dka and it is fatal it is one of the deadliest thing it's the biggest thing you worry about with diabetics because their blood sugar gets too high mm. this isn't little timmy who fucking ate like shit his entire life and didn't take care of his kidneys and ate candy bars and soda this is little timmy who was born without a spleen functioning and little timmy just died he went into DKA because mom and dad couldn't afford insulin and he was fucking dead by the time they got to the hospital. Your kid, your eight-year-old child is now dead because you can't afford insulin?
1: Yeah. Where's the fucking... Is this those
0: I have no idea. I, I don't remember. I
1: read it. I think it... his name is Martin Scarelli, maybe.
0: I read it a couple years ago and it really said, I said, what the fuck? And I get insulin out like it's nobody's business. Every patient I take care of, I feel like, I, well, is on that's insulin. That's what I was
1: going to ask and uh isn't it super easy to pre- is that the one that comes from like a, a sheep's adrenal gland
0: some of it they do uh synthetically and some of it they do naturally okay. and there's different brands different kinds and i from what i read and remember in the study they're both just as readily available and one's not even that much more expensive than the other to mass produce yeah so they ask this kid and i'm gonna say kid because he's like in a grand scheme of thing i don't if you're almost 30 you're a fucking kid, right? If you're holding the power to all this insulin, he's not like some 80-year-old scientist. And they were interviewing him on what's the reason with the sudden increase in price of insulin. And he had no answer. There wasn't like, well, this, this, and this, and these PowerPoint. He had nothing to say, I'm a fucking asshole. I realize (laughs) insulin is a necessity to life. What a lot of people don't understand is we have our own insulin being produced in our body 24-7. That's why not all of us are in DKA and dying because our body does what it's supposed to. Have high sugary foods. Insulin comes in, brings that sugar out of the cells, blah, 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 right? It's mass produced like crazy and this fucking piece of shit won't reduce the prices knowing that children are fucking dying from this left and right because the prices are too high. You need to make a profit. I'm all for profits, right? If I started a business, I'm sure shit not going to do it for a hug. You know, I can't live off of hugs. but I want you to make some money. But do I need to make a hundred times what it costs in order to make Timmy stay alive? Who
1: gets to draw that line? Like this is the the social part of me. That's like, you know, part of the problem with our current inflation situation is, uh, businesses reluctance to reduce their profit margin. So if we're making 10% on this particular product, um, instead of reducing our profit margin to eight mm-hmm. percent and maybe keeping the price a little more reasonable we're keeping our profit margin at ten percent and just passing the absorption of the cost increase onto your customer yeah so it, it. Uh,
2: who
1: who draws the line i mean it just happened to be insulin in this case but I mean you could make it anything right? I mean hell, like you can think about the way it is now with gas prices and grocery prices if you
0: like it's gonna go for anything.
1: Yeah. Like where where is the line drawn? There isn't one. The, yeah. And you have to sort of make that determination individually, like gas at our house is it's expensive, but it's not expensive enough that we're not driving. Yeah, yeah. I, I was, We're still forking
0: it over. Yeah, I was thinking about the other day when I filled it up. This is going to blow your mind. This is way off subject, but I don't care. Did you know I filled up gas the other day? Like I filled my car up because I was running on E and I went and filled it up. Did you know that? No. Do you know how you didn't know that? Why? Because I didn't have to fucking put it on Facebook. <laughs> well, I don't know why people think that posting it's going to make a difference. Whatever. It's and funny. It has nothing to do with the gas prices, it, by the way. Yeah. I I laugh. Every time someone posts, and I feel for their pain, especially people who are having to pay like hundred plus dollars. Like, that fucking sucks. Also, (laughs) I just just want to say posting that picture is not going to decrease it. their vehicle choice, correct? (laughs) That's why I don't feel too sorry for that. Dudes that are
1: driving three quarter ton trucks, especially diesel ones, who you may or may not be yeah. sort of related to, yeah. and post the picture of their $125 yeah. fuel purchase. He didn't <laughs> yep. include that there was probably the diesel price right, right in a 25-gallon tank <laughs> in your three-quarter ton truck. <laughs> if you're really that upset about gas prices, baby, we back down on our vehicle choice a little.
0: Do you know what car I drive?
1: I know what car you drive.
0: Hyundai Sonata. Yeah. Okay. Gas prices are fucking stupid right now. No one can deny that, right? Yeah. But- even when I fill up, it's about half of what people are posting about. <laughs> and the beauty of this thing is, is with the car I drive, I guarantee you I get probably three times the amount of time between fill-ups. Yeah, especially you know? if
1: you're not doing a lot of extra You know, I'm stuff. just here
0: in Lubbock. Yeah. I get 30 miles to the gallon, and when I fill up, I've got a little over 500 miles to empty which I, that thing fluctuates depending on how you're driving and stuff But that's, i got a lot of time and i usually just go to work and back or just simple errands we live in lubbock yep. i usually fill up about once a month so yes when i was filling up for 30 something bucks and now with that 65 it sucks but i've yet to complain about it and you haven't seen it on my facebook either every time i swear i can't get on facebook out someone posting their fucking it just makes me laugh because i'm like <laughs> yeah this sucks but that's not going to change it
1: fuck Joe Biden for making me drive all over town to go get hamburgers and go to Walmart to buy loofahs and whatever.
0: I asked, we brought this up the other day at work. We we're talking about like Uber and Lyft and DoorDash and all that stuff. And there was a girl who says, we, we DoorDash almost every day. Just had a baby. We don't want to get out and for home, whatever. Same reason anybody does. Um, but I said, damn, I said, I kind of, cause I quit doing that, but I said, I kind of feel sorry for those drivers right now. Um, cause you're losing the amount of money that, the DoorDash driver themselves, the amount of money they were making, now they're losing because they're putting it in their vehicle. But apparently right now, at least DoorDash, I can't speak for some of the other companies, are actually charging you a temporary gas fee. I'm
1: sure.
0: Um, which, which is, I like it. Is, I respect as, as it's it. going to the driver. Yeah. And I, I asked the girl that I work with, and I was like, do you have a problem with that? And she said, absolutely not. I get it. She said, even paying that is better than me fucking getting up out of the you know, out of the house and getting dressed and having to go to the restaurant. So like, hopefully most people think like she doesn't understand, like someone's out there spending the gas that you don't want to. So you got to pay for it. But (laughs) yeah, the, the, the whole, it's weird, man, with the big pharma stuff. I've watched some documentaries and I understand Mark that a lot of documentaries are biased. A lot of them are, and they're trying to gear you towards a certain way. Mm -hmm. I've seen some documentaries that I thought were amazing that really changed my perspective on things that probably were extremely biased, but it still grabbed my attention. And I've seen some that were open-minded and showed multiple views and multiple angles And I've seen some documentaries that were so geared towards trying to get me to think one way that I enjoyed the documentary, but I'm like, ah, fuck that, you know? Yeah. So I try to pick out my documentaries and and what I take from them just on personal experience. Like what really ever got me in a documentary real quick is Shane back when he was still kind of being nomad and we never knew where he was going to live day to day. He was staying at my mom's house with me. And we, I think you were there when we watched the, um, documentary on steroids. Bigger, Faster, Stronger. Do you remember watching that? Or have you ever seen it?
1: Mm, if I have, I don't You don't remember, remember seeing it? it? Yeah. It's
0: really cool. It used to be just on YouTube, but you could only find it in, like, you had to watch, like, part one of 10.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, just because it's too Like, it's on, last time I saw it, it was on Netflix anyways. Uh, you know, steroids are the worst thing that's ever happened. Fuck people on steroids. You're a oh. piece of shit. You're going to go murder. I mean, you already know that's Yeah, not you're going to murder true. your family. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and you're cheating in baseball. And then this guy, the coolest thing I liked about this documentary itself is he has done steroids. So clearly he's not against steroids because he has injected them into himself for bodybuilding purposes. Mm -hmm. Um, He has a brother who was addicted to steroids, which I I did air quotes for that for a reason. Um, And interviewed all sorts of angles of it. So it was a very informative documentary um that was the first documentary i probably ever watched i mean it was a long ass time ago. it goes before netflix you could even do on tv yeah uh but this same guy did a documentary because he had so much success with that one in more recent years since netflix became screamable on big pharma itself um and that one was a very big eye opener i think it's i well, can't remember the name of
1: it i mean watched dope sick on Hulu, yep. and you yep. go whoa that that one really those guys are the worst
0: <laughs> and you know and, and really anybody who's listened to my podcast if you haven't listened to my addiction or my journey through addiction of my episode i encourage you to listen just because it's a cool listen but dope sick hit home with me especially just with the brand that they were selling and what it was doing to people and fucking with people's heads on Oh, it's not addictive. Fuck you. It's a fucking narcotic you're going to tell me that people are going to get addicted to? They lied
1: every step of the way.
0: And they made it fucking through. And, and guess what's still just kept on the market? Saying, okay. Guess what's still on the market? Yep. Now, th- but don't worry. Don't worry, Mark. Okay. They made it to where the highest milligram is only down to 40 milligrams. They don't sell 80s anymore. So don't worry.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, I was concerned about What?
0: It's pretty simple math. I'm pretty sure Riley can tell you. What's 40 times two? I'm pretty sure you can still take 80 milligrams <laughs> worth of boxy cum, you fuck. Uh,
1: yeah, they think America, uh, on the whole, is, is an idiot, right? So. Yep.
0: F- those of y'all that don't know what show we're talking about, get on Hulu, watch Dope Sick. Uh, if nothing else, it's got Michael Keaton, which who doesn't love on some fucking Michael ah, Keaton. He's
1: great, too, man. Um,
0: right. And it's kind of the the when Oxycontin got really big first started getting released, it'll really make you question a lot of pharmaceuticals. Am I saying you shouldn't trust medication? Absolutely not at all whatsoever. Am I saying you shouldn't trust pharmaceutical reps? No, at all whatsoever. In fact, I do like, and I think it probably had a lot to do with this lawsuit. Don't quote me on that, but at least some of it is pharmaceutical reps are not what they used to be. And I think that's good. I do think we yep. have seen some progress in that is they're selling a product. Um, they can't take these doctors out and on these crazy fucking weekend fishing excursions. In fact, you can't even take a doctor to lunch. I don't know if you knew that. Um, if you're going to provide lunch because you want this physician to listen to your spiel about well, your medication may work better than the next one, it has to be in this physician's office. You can't even take them to a restaurant anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's no... So I really... Do appreciate that i love seeing progress and we know there's a problem we need to fix it and i don't have any problem with salesmen. um in fact i've looked into doing it myself really? anyways i could go off on and on about fucking pharmaceuticals you
1: got something else oh i mean i got a whole like a list here of things that are uh timeline related that let me let me bring this one up first um before I get into timeline things, um, who is credited with naming the planet Earth? <laughs> <laughs> I just did a double take. Yeah. It's another where we're like, well, I'm somebody somewhere, right? No, it's just one of those words that just developed. Yeah, I think that with really any word, though, like I,
0: th- I think language within itself is one of the most interesting things that has ever happened to mankind um this is has nothing to do with the earth thing but like when it really pay i paid attention i was watching when steve Nello went to um wherever he went to go up the creek you know uh, where he ate the monkey uh, and all that
1: Deanna. Deanna.
0: and i just really thought it was so interesting because to me they're just making noises right mm-hmm. but they're communicating But to us, we're just making noises to them, but we're communicating. I think language is one of the most insane, I won't even say animalistic things,
1: you know, because animals do too. It's fucking amazing. It is. Um, And there's some some speculation and theories about how and why it developed. And for the most part, um, in the early stages, it was about how to communicate... uh, for needs of life so water shelter food Uh, yep where to where to find and how to get food whether it was animals or plants or whatever yeah and, and it's I mean you can't it's easy to take for granted that we know and understand the languages we use it now look at the development of it over the course of millennia and it's it's people overlook the fact that things do get lost in translation. Yeah. Uh, things that, words that don't exist anymore, words that mean different now than they did a hundred years ago. Or new words that have been developed. Yeah. And it's it's ever evolving and changing. And I think we uh, get locked into, well, the way I read this in this language has to be concrete and there's not any
0: room for translation. Yeah. For what's maybe lost in translation yep.
1: for previous interpretations. And I think you understand. The yeah, I know exactly.
0: I'm trying to I just, take with I just that. Put a really that big statement. smile on my face that no one else can see, but I, I agree with that a thousand percent. And once it's set in stone, that's it. Yeah. Um, I had this conversation with a girl at work the other day and I don't believe at all what she said. Okay. So we were, she's, very very young. I would say 2021, okay? And someone had used one of these stupid new fucking sayings like yeet. Yeah. I, don't I don't I still don't know what that one means. That's see <laughs> say
1: it and I have no idea what
0: it It's means. a dumb one. <laughs> anyway, so I was just asking her and a couple other people that I w- that were standing around the desk is how um, slang is the word I'm looking for gets started in the first place. I think it's it's actually amazing how slang gets started. And I, I, and I don't know the answer to this, but we were trying to come up with ideas because, like, uh, when I was growing up, of course, this is pre any social media, smartphones, anything like that, right? Mm-hmm. Our, our biggest thing, if something was, like, cool, we would say tight. Man, that's tight. That's, that's tight. so tight, right? Uh, and everybody knew it. So it wasn't like a friendship junior high thing or Bennett intermediate that decided that tight was the cool saying, right? if you were to meet somebody that went to Evans middle school, they were also going to say that's tight. And then post high school and stuff also said that's tight. So that to me, that's a world or at least a nationwide word at the time. So now they, they've translated and now there's cooler words like yeet, bruh, <laughs> uh, you know, all these things. But what I, what my theory was is somebody. And I think it's just one person. It has to be says something that somebody else thought was cool, right? Yeah. And it, it was fitting for that specific subject, even though at the time it made no fucking sense, right? Mm-hmm. And somehow, like a wildfire, it spreads, right? Like the the one that we were we were talking about for sure was spilling the tea. Like the first time Charlie came home, your teenage daughter, <laughs> a couple of years ago, and said, "Dad, I've got some tea to spill." Did you understand that? No. Well,
1: what What uh, was I she talking no about? Uh, uh, Drama. You, yeah, you learn that it's gossip.
0: Yeah, so Reagan said that, and Cassandra and I have never been more confused in our life. But the reason I bring that up is is who was the fucking dumbass that said, spill the tea, and people automatically knew that him or her meant drama was about to come. And then it, it just snowballs, and then maybe there's a video on Facebook or TikTok or something, and it just spreads, and now everybody is universally known, at least for this generation, right, that spilling yeah. the tea means it. I firmly believe one person thinks of all these and it just spreads like a wildfire. What do you think?
1: There's the yeah, other's one language guru inventor somewhere.
0: Yes, so so this girl um, has some very very interesting thoughts. Uh says that there's no way that multiple exact same things and conversations are happening all in different multiple parts of the world, right? Like mm-hmm. she firmly believes and I'm not saying she's wrong. That there's somebody somewhere right now sitting probably in their daughter's bedroom talking to a friend about how language is foreign, and they're probably using the idea of spilling the tea as an example. Okay. So she believes that that could be the theory. So multiple people across the world all started using this thing, tea, and then it started spreading to more and more people to where it essentially connected the circle to what now we all know as spilling the tea. Okay. I don't know how I feel about that. I to me that sounds a little far-fetched, but she had enough convictions. I'm like, okay, maybe maybe you do make a good point.
1: You know. Uh, it's not far-fetched, I think, because um like you can trace lots of ideas through history where similar things are occurring on the planet at similar times and there wouldn't have been a way for those uh people in those places to like directly meet up and share that information. It's just something that develops. And it may take one slider form in this place than it does this other place, but they're similar enough You go, oh, those had to just happen simultaneously by accident. But you
0: really think there's more than one fuckwad out there that uses the term spill the tea when no one knows what that means?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Maybe, I mean... (laughs) I don't know that that's not the case so
0: it was interesting when we were talking it was about like an hour-long conversation with three or four of us at work and i was way outnumbered just based on the fact that i think i was the only person older than 30 years old Mm -hmm. Um, i think probably everybody was younger than 25 and so i'm talking they couldn't understand what a lot of the shit i was saying because these are just terms that they use daily it was just funny but i thought that was a very interesting theory but like language in general and the way that it's just sounds and you know how you're producing your tongue and your lips to make this sound that everybody understands universally it's a very interesting concept
1: what I find odd is the language that you use your mouth and even like part of your head sort of shape themselves to be able to do that more uh, readily. So the reason it's hard to learn a new language when you're older is your mouth has already taken shape uh, to produce the sounds you need to produce for your language. For that, yeah. Uh, like your palate, yeah, is formed early enough in life that it's hard for you to be able to make the sounds you have to make between English, to Spanish, and, French and... and yeah.
0: Do you think that could go even more so to just regional within the United States? Sure. For as far as accents of a southern or northern. Yeah. That's interesting. I never, I guess I never knew that, but it makes perfect sense. I didn't sense. either
1: till just recently.
0: I mean, it does make absolute sense to. And even, it was talking to Cassidy's
1: boyfriend that's from Turkey. Ah. And that's okay. when I was like, okay, now I get it.
0: Yeah, it makes perfect sense. Yeah. Um... I'm going to feed off of... It's just because the same person brought up something else interesting to me. It's got nothing to do with language. We didn't answer the question about who invented the word Earth, though.
1: <laughs> do you know the oh, answer? The, the, do you, you know the answer? Yeah, like... Was it, Robert, credited it to like, Robert Earth? No, Anglo-Saxon language, yeah. you know, 4,000 years ago or whatever. Have you
0: heard of the uh, Wayfair theory on sex trafficking?
1: No. Like the website Wayfair?
0: Mm-hmm. No. So, uh, I think... When we stop recording and you on your way home or the next time you have your conversation with your, uh, your youngest child, Miss Charlie, queen of, uh, what are they called? Conspiracy theories? I guarantee yeah. she knows about this. Probably, yeah. When I first heard that they believe, and there could be some very close links that uh, Wayfair can and has actually been used for child Exploitation. Mm-hmm. Um, I was like, oh my God, you're an idiot. Shut up, is what I was telling this girl. And then she explained it to me, and I was like, holy shit. And I asked like five other people, like, oh yeah, fuck it. I will never stop on Wayfair again. Really? So, and I don't know. I mean, clearly it hadn't been enough to bust it, right? Yeah. Because you can log on to Wayfair right now. So, some instances that they were using is, is like, okay, so this pillow, right? There's a pillow sitting on the bed right next to us, right? Mm-hmm. That's a with the pillowcase and everything, a twelve dollar pillow will say. Right. And there's okay. nothing fancy about this pillow. But this pillow can go on sale at Wayfair for like, let's say ten thousand dollars. Okay. Cause who I mean, what's the price of a pillow? I mean, if you see it as ten thousand dollars, well, yeah.
1: It's in the eyes of the beholder, right?
0: And then you read this description and it'll be uh discrete packaging. Um comes in three different colors. Three different uh, sizes. Um, Human
1: availability.
0: It was very, very interesting. Um, uh, Must be present to pick up. Uh, Breathable pack. I mean, all these crazy terms that if, like, if I wouldn't have told you this and you got on Wayfair and you saw that maybe one of these things that could be a child. Mm Mm-hmm. You would read right through that and not think, I mean, it's obviously so very would well. No why pillow
1: need to breathe? Exa- yeah,
0: exactly. Or discreet package. <laughs> it's just a pillow must be home, you know, to sign for $10,000 pillow, things like that. So they, there has been some very, very serious accusations, um, that they believe that Wayfair is actually can be used for child exploitation mm, and sex trafficking. It's, yeah. it's, it was one of the most interesting theories, and I hear a lot of theories that I just roll my eyes out. I'm like, come on. Because to me,
1: like this is a like a QAnon type thing. Like, You get somebody that's bored enough, they start well, that's where it all connecting gets, the yeah. dots and drawing these lines, mm-hmm. and you plant the seed of doubt, and you like raise just enough questions about things that don't really have anything to do with anything and you're like, well maybe they are sex trafficking. <laughs> it, was, it was maybe the Pizza Gate basement thing is yeah, real.
0: It was very interesting listening to this theory. Now, I didn't go home and research anymore, but listening to her talk, I'm like, I've heard crazier things in life. Yeah. It was very interesting. Um Which brings up to another thing that that i I Google talking about just random shit to think about is uh, art. Okay. Who decides what art is worth? The buyer, the consumer, right? Yeah. Uh, and we're going to use you as an example because you, I mean, by definition or professional artists, you've sold things for money for artwork you have done, right? Correct. Yeah. Two of them are sitting right behind me. Um, when you were selling these, how did you decide what,
1: uh, what you should charge? A lot of uh, research about what other people charge. Uh, you have to take into account the cost of your materials mm-hmm. and time. time put in and stuff. And really just sort of a price range between where people look at it and go, oh, that's cool, and people look at it and go, oh, that's cool. I think I'll buy it.
0: Right. I was reading this theory Um, that actually made a hell of a lot of of sense on art with, like, international art trading and stuff is actually, and I'm sure it's used a lot for as a front for uh, drug trafficking.
1: I can see that. Because... Art is super... um, Subjective. Subjective, yeah. And really, the world of fake art is way more lucrative than the world of real art because real art is so rare
0: like Banksy uh, and...
1: yeah you can make a ton more money on fake things absolutely than you can on real
0: things yeah well they're like you know so you do one of your pores right mm-hmm. and then you sell it to me for million dollars well the government's not going to be able to come to me and say well that's not worth 1.7 million dollars we need to investigate to where your money went it's worth 1.7 because i i personally thought when i bought it that i was will i'm willing to pay 1.7 million dollars for a painting you did so it is worth that because i just fucking said it was but really you probably just gave me you know 1.7 million dollars worth of cocaine (laughs) But that looks a little fishy when that transaction's made. So I bought a piece of art. I
1: bought this $1.7 million cocaine holder. <laughs> That's exactly right. <laughs> and it's funny. I didn't buy cocaine. I bought the cocaine holder.
0: Exactly. And I think that probably is a big loophole into how a lot of drug traff- traffickers. That makes sense. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Because you can't put $1.7 million into your bank account without uh, people asking you a the question.
1: Eyebrows will be raised.
0: Yeah, I think they're, I don't remember what the number is, but if you put X amount of cash into your bank account, at, once it reaches over a certain number, you have to have a letter of who that's from to and say it was gifted to you. Anything
1: 10,000 and above. Yeah. And uh, they- I think that's for any transaction, whether you're putting it in the bank or buying it. Like uh, when I used to work at the car dealership... <laughs> sorry to burst any car dealer bubbles or whatever, but uh if you had somebody that wanted to put a substantial down payment on a car, we would say, look, put ninety nine hundred dollars down mm-hmm. so you don't have to worry about getting the letter from the IRS.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Interesting. And
1: also, I know uh this much, which listener, this doesn't do you any good. It's my hand as if I was grabbing like a big sack of money. This much in $20 bills is $10,000 and I've grabbed that before
0: <laughs> how like in that time that dude was super shady <laughs> you don't think he earned it all uh, well there'd legally, be some legally, considering legally. every
1: one of those was a 20 dollar bill <laughs> uh it's no. it's sketchy yeah
0: <laughs> when you had this stack and now i just grabbed that error stack from you
1: yeah i passed it to you
0: it was pretty quick thoughts like how long were you thinking like i could just go out this back door right now
1: uh, none. Because every eyeball, of every body <laughs> there was in that every, whole place was on staring at that, that money. Yeah. That's hilarious. And I absolutely believe that dude would have ended lives had that stack of money disappeared.
0: Not a gone towards his vehicle. Uh, yeah. Well, I'm glad that you chose not to.
1: Run away. <laughs> I had instructions to go directly to the bank, and I was on a clock. Right? <laughs> like, if you aren't back in yeah. 15 minutes, we're then sending the cops coming to look for you. Yeah, <laughs> that's hilarious. <laughs> and he was a welder I use air quotes
0: for uh carrying around tens of thousands of dollars
1: yes so explain to me how that works but whatever uh give me one more okay do you want um do you want about earth or do you want about US history or do you want about weird universal timelines
0: uh let's do earth
1: Okay. So sharks are like swimming dinosaurs, right? Uh yeah. Sharks are roughly four hundred-ish million years old. Okay. Okay. Sharks are four times as old as the rings of Saturn. What? <laughs> the rings of Saturn developed about a hundred million years ago. Okay. Sharks are roughly four hundred million years old. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> that's how awesome sharks are. How... Uh, <sighs> that's crazy. Oh, okay, you want another animal one? Here's another animal one. Woolly mammoths were still a thousand years away from extinction when the the first of the pyramids was built.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to think of something to say, but I
2: was so yeah. caught off guard by that. <laughs>
1: uh let's see i thought i had another let me look um okay however speaking of the pyramids having said that having uh, said that
0: thank you stay on brand
1: the oldest known tree which is actually in california is about 500 to a thousand years older than the oldest of the pyramids no way yeah have you seen a picture of this tree? Yes. Is it uh, like you could drive uh, through it type big? No, it's not that big. No. No way. Um, it's like not widely known where this is at. Everybody knows that knows the tree knows it's in California, but they don't like releasing the exact location of it.
0: Because they don't want people fucking it up. Yeah.
1: So this tree was 3000 years old when Christ was born.
0: Wow. That'll piss some people off. That's interesting. And it's still alive today. Uh, I,
1: I at one time it was like recently, but the last picture I saw it looks like it was a little sad. Uh, yeah, not doing well. But it's still in the ground in existence. That's amazing. And I wish I knew where it was. It might be in in or around Joshua Tree. I'm not sure. hmm Um, but like it's not widely known where it's at for. Well, I
0: can respect that they wouldn't want to release that information yeah, to the public. because find a it, way to
1: tear stuff up. It'd
0: been long chopped down by now. Do you know, like, have you ever thought about the difference between a million and a billion?
1: Dude, I almost put some of those down.
0: It's crazy. Like counting to? Yes. Yeah. So, like, one million, we can agree, is a lot. Like, if I had a million dollars cash, <sighs> that's a lot of money. For right? sure. If I had a billion dollars cash, that's a... Uh, like, what is that? How much? Like, how do you do it? It's a million times what equals a billion? I don't even like.
1: Uh, should be 900 a million you, times a thousand. A million
0: times a thousand. Which doesn't seem like a whole lot of difference. It really doesn't, right? You know what I'm saying? Between mm-hmm. a million to a billion. Okay. So, uh, do you know how many seconds there are in, or how many, how many days is one million seconds?
1: Is it like a month?
0: not, not we're close to that 11 and a half days is one million oh, okay. seconds okay yeah less than two weeks yeah okay do you know how how many days are a billion seconds
1: I saw this earlier I think it's like 11 it would take you like eleven thousand years to yeah get oh I can
0: I can't do the math it's 50 million one hundred thousand two hundred days <laughs>
1: It seems like a lot of days. It's a
0: big difference. Yeah. <laughs> a million to
1: a billion. I saw that earlier and was gonna include it, but like uh it didn't make any sense to me when I said it out loud. Like how are you gonna count that out? You're gonna die. Yeah, you and, can't I don't know if you could. Yeah. I mean I guess. Before you, you could. ever get out of the hundred millions. Yeah, isn't that crazy? The uh let's see, let's find another one. Okay, get this. Joe Biden served in Congress. Long enough ago that six members of Congress at this point were right. born in the eighteen hundreds. <laughs> what? Yeah. What? He's been he's been in government that long and you know, I'm not saying one way or the other what I think about that, but yeah. That's how like our country is relatively new if you it's, think about this. Ab-
0: yeah, absolutely, whole grand scheme of life. Yeah.
1: So He served with people who were born in the eighteen hundreds. Are you shitting (laughs) me right now? And then get this. Okay, the grandson of the tenth president of the United States of America, who was John Tyler. I
0: was about to ask that. John Tyler? Yeah. Okay.
1: Is still alive. Sure you (laughs) know. Yes.
0: What year would have that have been the tenth president? Because I know there weren't four year terms back then.
1: Uh while I talk this through, look and see when John Tyler was president. So, John Tyler had a son really late in life. Like, he was, like, late 60s. Okay. So, he has a son really late. That guy then had a son really like He was, like, 75. What is happening? How are they even this, producing grandson, children? his grandson. Yeah, who is now, I think, at the time of that post, was, like, 92 and was still alive.
0: Wow. So he was the president from 1841 to 1845, born March 29th, 1790. There you go. Okay. And died in uh, January of 1862.
1: Yeah. So there are, I mean, that's only two generations removed from somebody born in the 1790s.
0: 1790. Yeah. That's pretty interesting.
1: And I think I saw uh, between those three generations, they had been alive uh, for like ninety something percent of America's existence.
0: That's pretty fucking <laughs> cool. Like, how That's crazy. how cool would it be to be that uh, that grandson that we're talking about right now? Yeah, it's like, oh yeah, well, my granddad was the president. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> In 1790, and he's alive.
1: Uh, let's see. We are as far away from Pearl Harbor now mm-hmm. as Pearl Harbor was from the start of the Civil War. No. Yeah. What was that nineteen Pearl Harbor was forty one? Forty, okay. Okay. So seventy ish years, eighty ish years? No.
0: I didn't think it was that long. Like Ben Affleck and Josh Hartnett were just fighting in that like twenty years ago. I know,
1: right? Weird flying airplanes in Waterway. <laughs> it's a good movie. Um let's see I had another one similar to that. Um We're only there were only 66 years between the invention of flight and somebody landing on the moon.
0: That, like when you first hear 66, you're like, oh, well, that's quite a long time. But you got to think, 67 years prior to landing on the moon, you could not leave the air
1: or leave the ground. It was unthought of. I mean, and it was just of like people have tried, but didn't get it accomplished and
0: you've seen like uh, I almost said Orville Redenbucker uh, what is it Orville and whatever his name is Wilbur Wilbur Wright's plane
1: it was like a fucking like you couldn't <laughs> it
0: was almost an accident
1: <laughs> <out of> <laughs> yeah yeah whoops <laughs> yeah, you could like run outside and jump off your roof with a cardboard box and maybe have <laughs> as much success, success
0: <laughs> we, as they did we had some videos of, of us from high school doing jackass videos we actually trying to make ourselves fly by jumping off the roof with an umbrella yeah <laughs>
1: Uh, let's see. Okay, we talked about presidents. George Washington died twenty five years before the first known dinosaur fossil was discovered. Wow. Meaning George Washington would have had no idea what a dinosaur even was. Absolutely. <laughs> do you do you think that dinosaurs are truly extinct? I'm gonna
0: have one argument, I'm gonna say no, one word.
1: Because I mean an alligator That's and I a am. shark are clearly Still prehistoric dinosaur yeah creatures.
0: shark i would have never thought about that until you mentioned how old they are a minute ago but now thank god i've never seen an alligator up close and personal besides at a a zoo but we it was because i fucking hate zoos and the idea of zoos yeah, and i could yeah, do a whole podcast on that it's disgusting but we were at a zoo not too long ago we took the kids in fort worth And we were, you know, just on the other side of the plexiglass from an alligator, and I couldn't think of anything about like the alligator wasn't cool to me itself. All I could think about is like whoever says alligator dinosaurs are extinct is crazy. That is a prehistoric. Like what I picture of as a dinosaur is an alligator walking around. uh, Birds
1: are dinosaurs. You ever seen a chicken or a turkey? (laughs) Well, those motherfuckers are
0: primitive. (laughs) <laughs> according to a lot of people birds aren't real well, that's true this one?
1: <laughs> i heard that the other day
0: from the same person that was talking about the uh multiple conversation going on at the same time that birds aren't real and i'm like okay that's funny like i laughed out loud i'm like that's like it's a pretty funny one to go down like if you have someone to talk to that believes that it's a funny conversation i have torn birds apart yeah and have their breasts <laughs> and their hearts sitting in my hand. That's how, and I've eaten them. I know for yeah. sure that they're fucking real.
1: They're pretty real. Yeah. And there's
0: no way that's like, oh, well, we're gonna release these twelve dove that way. No, come on, that's that's
1: absurd. You should find the uh, Instagram account that birds, birds are real. Reading. Yeah, that guy's pretty funny. So, does he
0: believe birds are real, or is this a it, it,
1: it's a ah, ty turned me on to it? It's it's pretty clever. Okay, because he makes a lot of correlations like between that and believe in some of the things people believe about government and yeah so it's entertaining yeah uh let's see uh people over 45 have witnessed the world population double no over 45 that's it yeah but you. if you think like it, it increases exponentially so it's not like you know a million becomes two million it's a million becomes two million becomes four million you know within the span of 15 to 20 years, like when you're reproductively viable.
0: I watched this. uh, I'm going to preface this with, you know, a lot of people think that uh, COVID was released for population control. Um, I don't know enough about this kind of shit because I don't research that kind of stuff. My brain doesn't work that way to say that it's absurd or that it's spot on everybody's entitled to their own opinions and if if you can come to me with some factual information about one way or the other i will gladly have a conversation about it but Mm -hmm. i can just say i know a lot of people think that um anyways i watched this uh documentary just yesterday by the way because i was like i told you i was so bored at work about um the tetanus vaccine when it was released in i want to say guana um scientifically has been proven that they were releasing inside of this mixture of tetanus vaccine was full of H C G which in women prevents them from getting pregnant. Oh. Therefore they cannot it, it that yeah. was proven for population control and it blew my ever loving mind watching. In America, by the way.
1: Huh? It, there are, Things that have happened in America like that, like not too far long ago. Yeah. What, like, what are you going to say? Like I don't know enough don't about the details of it because. To say, okay. Yeah, like. Um, okay. I, I'm pretty sure it was in Mississippi. Um, there were some sterilization things going on amongst uh, the black population there.
0: Well, it was crazy. Under,
1: under different circumstances, like they weren't. Right upfront about what was going on
0: yeah and that's what so I, when i was watching this um the person who sent me the link i was like hey this is a perfect time to watch it They sent it to me a while back and i was texting him yesterday as i was watching it's like a 20 minute little documentary thing it's pretty cool um that makes you wonder this kind of goes back to the whole insulin conversation too is i don't believe that these i say nurses loosely because we're in third world country like but the people who are giving the injections, they're just giving the injections, doing the job. I really don't believe that Joe Schmo, who's pushing this drug, knows what's in there, right? I don't know what's in these drugs I'm giving to people. Yeah, there's no way to know. Um, Now, but was it, do you think manufacturer companies knew that it was full of HCG? And if so, is it just like the head honcho at top, or does he have his little posse you know his 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 board of trustees that also know when they're knowingly doing this or is just one person who got with the government and said hey i know an easy way we can chill this uh uh, reproduction going down population is growing like you just said you know it's double triple quadruple whatever it has over the last 45 years um is it just like one governmental person and one, you know, the? I mean,
1: who, it's who it, was who it was, starts with one, right? Like one somebody has an idea, like, and and they have to have sort of a not quite direct access, but a line of com- communication to where this idea would get implemented, right? Right. So one guy somewhere says, "Okay, if we're really worried about, you know, some, I don't know, pick a problem, you know, the." Dra- uh, poverty in this particular part of the woods uh, if we're really worried about poverty and the impact it has on our communities and, and our, our regional income well, what if we eliminated part of that problem like let's just cut that dead toe off Right. Uh, we can uh, there's something that's easily disguisable that we can give in, a, in an injection uh, that will make women reproductively sterile and there won't be any more uh, babies born to these poverty-stricken families in this area. Yep. yep. And basically, we just wait them out. And so we're... there has to be one guy somewhere that has the idea. He passes that along. It goes up the chain. Somebody thinks it's a good idea, and they're like, "Okay, make it." What would it take to make it happen?
0: Yeah. We get. We let's uh, release tetanus vaccines for a quarter of the cost. Yeah we're not going to vaccine i'm sure none of them got tetanus either but (laughs) it was very interesting and the who was greatly involved the world health organization who right Mm -hmm. and this guy that was being interviewed he was a physician i think he was a physician at least a scientist in guana who like he repeated like dead looked in the eyes where i live where i live where i live you do not i repeat you do not question the who and it was like, so it's like, obviously more shady shit going on than just American <laughs> government that I thought was super fucking interesting. But they did. They tracked them down to where all of these, they were pulling back cases and cases from like nine different labs it was producing. All of them tested positive for HCG, which you, can, I mean, it's infertility in a woman. Men yeah. have it. It was very fucking interesting and enough to, really make you question
1: a lot more of that probably goes on than what we ever would ever realize yeah. it has gone on now
0: granted i'm i'm fully vaccinated for covid because i thought it was me personally i thought it was the right idea it wasn't a governmental thing it's because i saw people fucking dying left and right and more sick than any human being should ever see and i didn't want that for myself yep. right my decision my fucking choice buck off if you think i'm an idiot i don't think that i have a micro trip in my shoulder no. that one gets me you know why the Tell people you. who post about there's a michael it's always a post right what are they posting that on
1: uh usually facebook via what their computer by their phone yeah Thank you don't you. need a microchip your your <laughs> yeah. microchip is in your hand by the way do you know they how, know more about you through that absolutely do you know how many people and i, I turn
0: them. my notifications uh my uh tracking
1: off yeah
0: of my entire phone so now every time i download an app turned off
1: too? huh is your microphone access turned off too never thought about that I don't think it is well you're gonna it's about to be turned off yeah are you not surprised how you can talk about something oh yeah and your then it shows up. In your hand and then you get an ad for yep, it yep that that's is that's what that is
0: because yep. I do like I downloaded an app a minute ago and the first thing it asks is would like to would like to track you or whatever I always oh, say do not track yeah 100% of the time but it asked me, because I make my phone ask me that, most, 99% of people don't even know it, so you're saying well, you don't want to be attracted too. with like, a fucking microchip?
1: I think it was a court case that sort of mandated that. Like, it should be, too. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I promise you they don't need to put a microchip in your shoulder, because you have a microchip in your pocket right now. You're yeah. listening to what I'm telling you right now, as we speak, via your microchip. Yep. But anyways, it makes me wonder with, and I'm not saying just a recent vaccine, but like I've been getting vaccinated for the flu ever since I started working in the healthcare field when I was 21. hmm What's really going on with that? Like, is there more than just me getting vaccinated to not get the flu? You know, what's happening with my body? It can't be for infertility because I've had two children since I started getting the flu shot. You know, but maybe I could have been... you exception to the rule. You maybe, broke through. No, maybe I could have been 6'4", so it's fucking my height up.
1: Yeah, you were going to hit your girl spirit at 22. It was, I was so close, man. I was so close. <laughs> Dang it! Flu vaccines got me.
0: I love when you come over because we always have the idea of like, dude, let's just talk about stupid shit. And
1: yeah, then it and it doesn't, it doesn't like have to make sense.
0: Non-stupid shit that kind of pisses some people off and we bring it back in with funny shit. Yeah. I'm glad we did this. You're always my first go-to when I had not had one in a while. Uh, like I said, y'all listen up. Ty should be coming soon. LMK should be coming soon. I've got three or four people that have been wanting to do an episode. Um, one, I've got to figure out how to do via Skype. Uh teams whatever it's called but i think i can figure it out really cool uh apparel business i've got a couple business people in town tattoo artists i'm really trying to get on here trying to get dylan on here bad and he's told me he would but then like i don't hear from him for yeah two months like he's fucking busy or something (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> anyways i'm glad this is good man you had some good ones like you came more prepared because we just talked about this yesterday i, I, yeah, I texted I to... you and ty a couple days ago and then like we couldn't do it i got confused on what day it was and then you were like fuck it i'm ready tomorrow hey let's go
1: yeah i had to kind of hustle for some things to talk about so
0: the good news is i feel like you've got at least 37 more for part five because i think this is part four
1: yeah ready
0: uh check out that pick four pick four's back and added about as much as Having said that is and on those months between it looks like season 2, you son of a bitch of <laughs> Win Loser Tie is back. Hope to hear from y'all. Spread the word on Facebook, spread the word on Instagram. Let's get uh, let's get this back up and running. Um, the other day I thought about it. I can't do it this one cuz I didn't get it in time. But I think my next episode, I don't know what it is going to be, but it's going to be something fun like if you listen to the end and you're like the first person to text me or you know whatever it is, I may give you a little something something yeah Uh, yeah
1: we did that with the tequila Uh,
0: yeah yeah, yep. in a teaser episode and I asked this guy a long time ago and he said yes and then he he messaged me and I mean I've never even met him but like we're part of the same society community here in Lubbock Uh, messaged me again he said bro don't think I forgot about what we talked about let's get this going so for those bourbon drinkers who may be societal there may be a cool little gift at the end of that episode so listen closely on that one Anyways, we will uh, see you all later. See you.